We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to Kits and Wagers. We're talking game week 26 in the Premier League. I'm Adam Zadroik, joined by Chris Owen, who has hit four straight of his best bets. But before we get to those best bets, you told me you had a special kit today. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to look at it. What what do we got? Yeah, this one I actually um just came in the mail this week. I kind of been waiting on it. Um it is the Ballard FC. Uh, they're uh, um, USL League Two in the Northwest Division team, um, but anyways, uh, the uh, it's my neighborhood in Seattle. They just it's their inaugural season, um, and they put out a pretty like sharp kit, um, some brand I've never heard of in Ira. Um, but uh, that and then it's got one of my favorite breweries on the as the as a kit sponsor, Rubens Brews. In, Rubens. Um, Wait, do they yeah, do just, they sell Rubens there? Or? Uh, I mostly just food trucks, but, uh, the beer is fantastic. Um, the, you uh, gotta have you know, Rubens at a place called Rubens. Like, Come on. I guess maybe, but, uh, anyways, yeah. So I, uh, pre-ordered this like back in December when I, when I saw it was going to be their inaugural season, they play in like a, a thousand seat stadium. I'm interested to see how many people go to it, but, uh, just thought it was cool. You know, one of those jerseys, not many other people are going to have. Um, and the in- interesting thing that I found out today as I, uh, did a little bit more research, but, uh, former Seattle sounder, Lamar Neagle is a, uh, uh partial owner of the team. So kind of cool, but, uh, yeah, one of those kits you're not going to see probably anywhere else. And, uh, yeah, I had to pre-order this sucker. So I'm kind of, kind of stoked to get it out and, uh, get it out into the world. To be clear, they're not named after Michael Ballard, right? No. Okay. I don't know. Just uh, just an old uh, old uh, neighborhood in Seattle. All right. Yeah, not to get too far off topic, but I just got a shipment from uh, Pike Place Fish Market based out of Seattle. I just got some uh, we got some big cooking plans this weekend with some salt cow, tuna, crab cakes. Uh, celebrating our second anniversary, so we're gonna we're gonna grill up some. Well, not grill. We're just gonna cook up some uh, Spanish food. So. We got that from Seattle, though. So, shots wow. to Seattle on this podcast. <laughs> nice, dude. And you can't go wrong with the, the fish shipment out of uh, this neck of the woods. Um, so, yeah, be, well, you know, congrats on two years. And uh, I'm sure you guys will enjoy it and throw down a little bit of uh, – throw down on some fish. 
Yeah, it'll be a, a seafood heavy weekend, I'll say. Nice. But as for my kit, I'm going Champions League. Ajax have not played yet. We got Ziggo here. Ajax have not played. They're playing next week, but they will be playing before our next show. So I figured I'd wear it today, supporting supporting Ajax in their quest. I believe they play Benfica. I think uh, I think they they'll they'll beat Benfica and go to the next round. At least uh, that's the general consensus. I think they're at Benfica in their first match, but Champions League this week. Premier League this weekend, Champions League next week, and Premier League next week. This is called Game Week 26 podcast, but we're not going to be discussing those midweek matches. And, It's just what, and what? League Cup Final. Can't League Cup forget Final. about that. League Cup Final, you know, that'll be... We might have to throw in, like, a little side bet in one of our podcasts or something. Um, <laughs> I think that's uh, Because, what, the 27th? Yeah, 10 days from yeah, now. yeah, 10 days, so... It'll But be... that's the... You got the three little birds kit on, right? It's got the, like, little three bird, little birds on the neck, Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Yeah, The those, Woodsicker, you know, because they always sing yeah. the Bob Marley, three Yeah, little yeah. birds at um, Yeah, Trainer because it Marina. has these colors. Yeah, pretty sick kit. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Anyway, But, sorry to, sorry to sidetrack you there <laughs> with yeah, my so League Cup I guess we banter. got to, we got to get after your, your best bet here. You you hit four straight and what you had Wolves, I believe winner draw double chance at Tottenham. They won straight up two nil. So you're four straight on your best bets. Mine, mine did not hit. Uh, you know, I was going to go, you know, on another rant here just because I think, I think the Brentford Crystal Palace match was fixed. Um, it just, Next, it, it didn't make this any is sense. a, this is a betting podcast, so careful what <laughs> you say. it, it didn't make any sense. I gave my reasonings. I said, this was either a trap or the odds are wrong. And like I had that game, I watched the majority of that match and like nothing even happened. Crystal Palace who have been super attack heavy under Vieira this season. Like it didn't even look like they wanted to score. Like they barely had any chances. Brentford had maybe a couple in the first half, but. They didn't put any away and it ended scoreless. I took the over and I don't know. It was just, it was just compared with how those teams are playing. And then all of a sudden to go scoreless, it just did not make any sense. So I'm saying something fishy happened where, you know, someone, one of the owners, both the owners like agreed to take the under and something happened there, but that's a really big shout Adam you know and, and maybe we talk to the authorities and, and see if they can investigate this a little bit more but uh you know no, nothing further on the topic honestly <laughs> yeah, that's all right we'll get into game week 26 here so we got a massive saturday slate let me pull it up if you're watching on youtube.com i got the uh, rotowire.com betting page up also if you're uh, whether you're listening through podcasts or on youtube i'm gonna i put up the i'm gonna start putting up the uh timestamps for basically every match we talk about. So we're going to talk about, you know, the first matchup West Ham against Newcastle. I'll put a timestamp up for that. You can just click on it, go, or I guess you can, you know, if you don't, that's if you don't want to listen to our kit talk, sorry. But so if that, but if you're listening to this podcast after, you know, that match happens uh, for some reason, you know, you can just click on the next match we talk about, click on the next match we talk about. So um, it'll be a little easier because I know we talk about matches throughout the weekend. So I think it, you know, helps, uh, you know, in case you missed the podcast for some reason and we talk about a Sunday match, you can still, 
you know, get a few tidbits from us. But that first match opens the weekend. They're the early match. West Ham are home against Newcastle. We got minus 150 to win. Draw is plus 300. Newcastle to win is plus 400. Over two and a half goals, minus 130. Under two and a half goals, plus 105. Uh, Kurt Zuma should be back. He had some kind of illness. I assume someone... Uh, tried to poison his food uh, after all, all that's been going down with him, but he should be back. And the main thing is Kieran Trippier, who has been arguably one of Newcastle's best players since joining him. He's out for the majority of the season now, so this is their first match without him. And I think that may be uh, a pretty relevant thing here as we talk about this match. What are your first impressions, though? Yeah, that's tough. Tough purchase for Newcastle as far as um, Trippier goes. I mean, just you know, comes in. He scored twice, I believe, since joining Newcastle, and then he scored that ridiculous free kick. That was that was um, fun to watch. But yeah, there's this is an interesting game. Newcastle, um, of course, playing well in the Premier League. They're unbeaten in their past six matches. They've won three straight. West Ham, on the, on the other hand, are you know sitting in that fifth. Uh, fifth place and arguably you know they get a win here and united falters again um or at all and they could be up there in the top four so this is a pretty big game and uh, yeah newcastle has somehow clawed their way out of the out of the bottom three so i'm intrigued um biggest aspect here is that newcastle is visiting west ham where west ham's been pretty good i think newcastle has one win uh on the road this season and so i'm, I'm a little bit weary of, of taking them but their recent form you know shows us that Shows us that you know they can get the job done against pretty much whoever. Um, so there's a couple interesting things here. Um, the first one is, uh, and I like looking at this for most games just because it gives you a little bit of variety. But you can get uh, Newcastle double chance. Um, that's tie or Newcastle for plus one at plus one twenty five. So plus odds for a team that hasn't lost in six six straight games. Uh, might as well roll the dice on that one, but that, that's probably the most intriguing aspect of this game for me. Um, but the, I'm a little weary of the, tr- the trip to West Ham. Are we thinking goals or no goals? What do you think? Mm. Uh, that's a good question. I think Newcastle, as far as Newcastle goes, they haven't been, I mean, they scored three against Everton. They won one nil against Aston Villa, which I did not expect. And then they Prior to that, they won one nil here too. So they haven't been involved in a ton of games aside from that Everton game where there's been a lot of goals. So I would opt for less goals rather than more. Seems like they're playing a little bit better defensively. Defensively, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at is is less goals rather than more. Yeah, you can get uh, plus one hundred five under two and a half. I kind of like that too. I mean, there's a chance this is like a two one game kind of thing. You know, the thing that worries is some of these recent home results for West Ham. Like they lost uh, 3-2 home against Southampton, 3-2 against Leeds. But, I mean, if you look at their other games, 2-0 against Leeds. Uh, that was FA Cup. Uh, then they lost in league play. But And then 2-0 against Norwich, 1-0 against Watford. Of course, those teams are fighting relegation. But, again, so is Newcastle. So we can't overlook that, even though they've won three straight. I think, you know, some they even though they've won three straight, I think you, you, you kind of got to dive into the numbers there. Like the, their winner against Leeds, they won one nil. You know, I think it was a fluky free kick from John Joe Shelby from, I don't know, 30 plus yards out. And that got the win. And I don't know what happened in the Everton match, really. Uh, they kind of dominated. Um, but it was still like like this is still Everton. uh 
you know, just struggling. They, I think they lost two guys in the first half to injury. Yeah, they lost Amari Gray and Yuri Mina, both in the first half to injury, and both before the uh, before goals. So, like, you have that in there. So how much does that win mean? And then their win against Aston Villa, like, you got – they pretty much had a Kieran Trippier goal from a free kick, and that's about all they did in the match. So you look at those results, and it's like, well – they have three wins, but had they been playing that well? Have the, has their offense actually been that solid? Like, it's not like Chris Wood is scoring for him. It's not like he's the guy. So I think that's definitely uh, one of the things to to question here. Uh, I think it – I kind of like something like a 1-0, 2-0 result because Newcastle do seem to be playing a little more defensive, I guess you could say. Um, and that's kind of seen in, in these recent matches. So I'd kind of lean – sort of in that vein uh and it's and it's not like West Ham are you know they're going to be coasting here I think like they need points so I don't think they're going to overlook uh, this matchup either so uh those are my general thoughts though yeah I'm going to correct myself I said six straight I'm beating it to five straight um they lost one they lost in the FA Cup I believe to was it Cambridge yeah Cambridge United but yeah It'll be – they definitely haven't been putting uh, goals in the back of the net, and I, I would opt for that under two at plus 105. Anytime you get plus odds at, at two and a half, it's kind of, you know, makes it a little bit more intriguing. Yeah. Yeah, so next match we have here – let me pull up the odds again. It's going to be the biggest match of the weekend, I'd say. We got – it's the last match on Saturday. It's by itself after there's six matches at the same time on Saturday. So it's going to be a busy Saturday. This kind of is the schedule that it used to be for the Premier League. But at, at ever since COVID, that's no longer the case, unfortunately. But it's, you know, back to the good old times, I guess you could say. But we have Manchester City home against Tottenham. They are minus 380 to win. Uh, Tottenham's plus 1100. And then you have the draw plus, plus 500. You can get over two and a half goals at minus 170, over three and a half goals, plus 150, under two and a half goals, plus 140. And, you know, for injuries, Manchester City are pretty much, you know, they got Grealish and uh, Gabriel Jesus out, likely out again. And I think that's it. You know, they're kind of starting their most of their same guys here between Champions League and League play just because just because of lack of. Uh, those guys being out really. Um, but, you know, they still have Gundogan and Fernandinho who have gotten recent starts. But as for Tottenham, I think the big thing is in this match or just in general, uh, they've given up multiple goals in every, in all three of Eric Dyer's absences. He's currently questionable for this match. And I'm not sure if he's going to be back. Uh, Tottenham have their press conference Friday. Uh, I'm just going to read here. Uh, what Conte said last week, it's a little muscular problem in his thigh. It's not serious, but it's in the same place as the last time, so they have to be patient. So he said that a week ago. So there's a chance Dyer isn't ready again. And, you know, last time he saw Tottenham, they lost 2-0 at home against Wolves. So do we think do we, do we we think uh, Tottenham have a chance here? Uh, what is that, plus 1,100, I said, to win? Yeah, that's a pretty massive number. I'm – I don't think they have a chance to win. They could maybe take a point from this, but the the only reason that I think that is because Manchester City are coming off a short short week, you know, where they they played Tuesday, but that's been the case for most of the season, so it's not like they're not used to it. 
Um, yeah, you know, when Antonio Conte joined Tottenham, you kind of figured that they would, like, shore up the back line. You know, he's traditionally been a pretty good defensive coach, and that's not really been the case at all as they've, like, shipped a ton of goals lately. Uh, you know, like, two to Wolves last weekend, three to Southampton, two to Chelsea, and then, you know, it's like they're giving up a goal every game, um, and they're not playing, like, attacking-wise. They haven't been, you know, like scoring more than two goals either. So I just expected more without Eric Dyer. I think, you know, city's just got way too much quality. Um, the only interesting one that might be worth a, a shot here, as I mentioned in the previous match, is that double chance. It's rare that you'll, you're going to see a Tottenham side at plus 310 um, for double chance. They are going to be playing on the road, but uh, plus 310 on the double chance is intriguing. If you want to, you know, throw a minor, a minor bet down and, and try to, get away with that you know that way if they do get the draw then at least you come up, come around with a you know a decent little bit of um, change there yeah given these defensive struggles like are you thinking man city just dominate this i i don't really think that's kind of the way this match is going to go it really normally isn't uh just in terms of you know when you get most of these top teams playing against each other maybe not the like man city liverpool matches but a lot of these uh, matches against top teams are seem to be defensive. Uh, just looking at previous results between these teams, the home team has won and kept a clean sheet in the last five. It's been 1-0, 1-0, 3-0, 2-0, 2-0. Just given those results, uh, like, should we just take the under here? Like, under two and a half goals is plus 140, or you think, you know, that 3-0 result or even a 2-1 result is, is sitting there? Yeah, I think, like, a, um, I have Got to look up the odds for this, but I think like a win to nil would be a reasonable bet, just given the fact of what what we're seeing in their last results with you know for the two four six yeah, game not... where it's been pretty much you know one a goal or two goals to nil, um, where one, the away team gets shut out. So I, I would definitely consider that. Yeah, that's one of the bets I highlighted in my article at rotowire.com. I published that earlier on Thursday, so if you want to check that out after listening to this show. But yeah, I, I, you know, it's about plus 100 Man City to win in a clean sheet. Like the only chance or you got to think the only chance that doesn't hit is, you know, if, if Harry Kane or Son or, you know, something get the counterattack goal and, and come through late or something. But uh, it just seems like, you know, the way Man City are playing, like we mentioned Champions League, but, uh, you know, they're pretty deep. It's not it's not like uh, just these guys aren't going to be uh ready here like Gundogan it's not like they're from... pulling like somebody out of the youth academy yeah. to throw yeah, together yeah. they're they're pulling out like a player who costs like 35 million pounds you know um so yeah, like, like I was saying like Gundogan and uh yeah. and Fernandinho didn't start Kyle Walker was suspended midweek so he's gonna be back like like they have guys it's not uh it's it's not gonna be a major issue I think and I think they're gonna start all of their it seems like they're going to start all of their attacking players, uh, normal yeah. attacking players, unless, you know, one of the youngsters gets a call. But in this matchup, I don't see Pep really doing that. So, yeah, like Mars will probably drop out of the starting 11 just because, I mean, what he plays pretty much all their champions like matches and then kind of has been kind of coming off the bench a little bit in the Premier League. So that that would be one key player um, that might. Well, he wa- he was for the most part, but then like without Jesus and Graylish, like yeah. he's pretty much started he started their last three last two in league play like he missed out recently because of AFCON but I mean otherwise he's pretty much started almost every match so yeah okay 
Yeah, like, like you said, they have so much depth and it won't be an issue. The only yeah. bet, it's like if I'm going to take one of these, if I'm going to take City to like get, um, you know, upended here by a team who's not playing very well, it'd be like that plus 310 so that at least I have the option to get the draw or the win um, for Tottenham. Yeah, in terms of schedule, Manchester City don't have a midweek match next week, unlike a lot of these teams. So they're probably not going to be rotating too much up front because, you know, they'll have a full week of of rest for their next match. So that's another thing to, so I think you're like, I think we probably don't have to wait for the lineup, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, Like we can put the bet, if you're comfortable in Man City, you can put the bet in right now and not have to worry about if, if Sterling or Foden or Mares or even De Bruyne, I guess are going to be starting. I mean, even if De Bruyne doesn't start, I I don't think he started their last league match and like that wasn't a problem. Uh, So like they're still fine. So but the next match we have is the last match of the weekend in the Premier League. Uh, Wolverhampton are home against Leicester. Wolverhampton plus 130, draw plus 230, Leicester to win plus 235, and over two and a half goals plus 120, under two and a half goals minus 145. First look at this, I was pretty much all I, – I liked Wolves when I first looked at this matchup, but uh, it's – I think it's more difficult than just uh, looking at these teams from the outside. What's what's your initial reaction from from seeing these two teams here? Initial reaction is it's a like you're getting a plus one twenty at the over two and a half. That being said, Wolves are one of the better defensive teams in the, in the league. They're playing at home. Leicester have had a lot of kind of question marks here. Um, so yeah, I, I would be leaning Wolves too. It'll be interesting to see who starts for Leicester. They've kind of been playing a little like rolling the dice with some of the, the younger players and then Tillemans did come back and I think he scored last weekend, but he was on the uh, starting 11 was at two matches ago. And so, you know, in my mind, he's like one of their better players. And as they continue to miss Jamie Vardy, it's like, you got to get him back on the pitch. So I still think I like wolves here um, over Leicester city, but that's, that's where I'm at on it. Yeah. So Leicester, they actually just got done playing. I actually, I forgot to mention, I just hit on a, yeah, parlay here I did with uh, Europa League and uh, Europa Conference League combined here. I took Porto to beat Lazio, Sevilla to, to beat Zagreb, and then both teams to score in this Leicester-Randers match. It was like plus 450, so that was a pretty nice hit. But I'm just looking at uh, what Leicester did here. So Tielemans went the full 90, Lookman went the full 90. Uh, it's a wonder if Tielemans will start again on a short week just going – just going a full 90 here. I mean, yeah. it seems like, like Ndidi here, he only went 64 minutes. So, uh, for some, oh, actually. Quick, quick sidebar Madison, here, Adam. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Quick sidebar, Adam. You know, just, just as a, um, you know, on this podcast, you know, if your podcast isn't also betting on the Europa Conference League, you know, you might want to think about another, another podcast here because we're dedicated to our craft. <laughs> You know what? I, I saw Yannick Vestergaard in Leicester's, in Leicester's uh, starting 11, and I don't know what the numbers are, but it seems like whenever he plays, uh, Leicester allow multiple goals. And even going against Randers, uh, you know, I decided it was just a good decision on my part, and Randers scored in the first half, and uh, that, was a, that was an easy win, I guess you could say. But, uh, yeah, I think – one thing I want to point out here, I'm just looking through uh, what happened in this match. I, you know, I haven't been uh, 
glued to this UECL match, but I think Madison, James Madison got hurt, which is definitely relevant. Uh, he came on in the 64th minute and then subbed off 20 minutes later. So does that change your thoughts in this spot? Uh, Wolves with plus 130. I wonder if uh, Madison's injury would change some of those odds here. Doesn't change my thoughts because I already thought Wolverhampton, I'd like them more and, you know, or I like them initially. And then without okay. James Madison, I like them even more. Um, just because Madison kind of pulls the strings for them and no, no Jamie Vardy, no James Madison, potentially give me Wolves in this match. They're just too good defensively. And, uh, you know, one goal gets them, them uh, a win. Yeah, that's initially what I thought. And then after looking at recent matchups, I changed my mind and Wolves have not scored the last five times these teams have met. There's been two total goals scored between these teams in their last five matchups. Those were 1-0 wins at Leicester. And so for some reason, this matchup is extremely defensive, uh, despite how Leicester play. Um, it just seems like like it's not like these – well, I guess Bruno Lash is a different manager, but he's still at the essence of uh, Nuno in terms of managing. So I still think – uh, Wolves will have trouble scoring. It seems like they have trouble scoring against everyone. And uh, Leicester without Madison, that's another boost. To, I'm not going to look at the under at minus 145, but I kind of like both teams not to score. Uh, which We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I guess if we're uh, talking here, I guess I'll just jump into my best bet because that is my best bet. Um, <laughs> oh, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, pretty much, I mean, I said all of the irrelevant information here, but like, like I said, I, I was on Wolves, but like they're a team who has recently failed to score at home against Norwich. Uh, I mean, that was the FA Cup, but like they still have a lot of their regulars in. So I think that – the worry of Wolves not scoring uh, and maybe even losing overpower, overpowered my decision here, and I decided maybe either one of the te- uh, either one of these teams w- won't score. Then if you have a James Madison injury into that, like you're getting even odds here for both teams. Uh, no, on both teams uh, to score, it's minus one ten. So if you just look at the prior matchups, also I guess I want to jump in and say I'm taking the opposite route. I had last week because last week I said, screw the result, <laughs> screw the prior score, this result. I'm going with, you know, 
recent history and what has showed. So now I'm going with the prior results. I'm just, that's all I'm staying with. And uh, if, you know, these teams score two goals each, then I don't know. I'm, I'm going to need a new strategy, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, you know, hopeful for you here. And if that's the case too, you know, if you're going to go, you know, if you're potentially thinking one team doesn't score and maybe, you know, Wolves struggle to score typically. And if that team, and if Leicester, you know, are missing some key key pieces and aren't able to score, you can get under one and a half at plus one and plus one ninety five, which is kind of tasty if you really want to go all out and, and think about that one. So I would I would even you know going back to the discussion of this match is plus one ninety five on under one and a half seems what feasible if, to me. What if we just took a scoreless draw at plus eight fifty? That's happened three. That's happened three <laughs> of the last five times these teams have played. Why can't it happen again? Yeah, there's our uh, our long shot bet of the week. Is that uh, scoreless draw plus eight fifty? You heard it here first. Let's go. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna sprinkle some some dollars. Some on action. That one. Yeah. Four four game we get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see, no. but I, I mean, I'm hopeful that you get back back on the uh, the winning side of things here. I mean, you, you, your betting article is you know it's a treasure to all of us, and so. I mean, that's if we if you want to good, get some good ones, check out Adam's betting article. Um, as for me, I'm going to go. Uh, I kind of hemmed and hawed over this one uh, a little bit, but I initially was thinking about the double chance for Newcastle just based on how they have been playing uh, recently. That's plus 125. I'm actually going to skip over that one, um, but that was my second tier bet for my best bet of the week, trying to make it five weeks in a row here, five podcasts in a row. I'm going to take the over two and a half, for Aston Villa Watford and you know Watford uh, Adam pointed this out to me as I told him my best bet prior to the show he said you know Watford they haven't scored in four games well toss that out the window you know toss that out the window when these two teams play because in their past three matches it's been over three goals uh, over two and a half goals um, the past three matches here and so I know that does date back to 2019-2020 and then earlier this season but uh, it was 3-0 Watford when both teams were both uh, in the Premier League two seasons ago and then it was 2-1 Aston Villa but earlier this year they played I believe this might have been the first match week of the season Watford beat Aston Villa 3-2 so five goal thriller there um, but for my my best bet like I mentioned I'm going to go over two and a half uh, on that Aston Villa Watford and that's minus 105. Yeah I want to say that's bold um, for me personally I'll, I'll hope for the the 3-0 win for Villa but uh, I don't uh, I guess they get star back. I think that's what you kind of, yeah. uh, you want to base this off of. They're getting star back. He played 45 minutes last game. And so they haven't scored in their last four, but you know, they're getting back their best player. So that definitely changes things. And Villa at home, they've had, they've, you know, while they aren't winning games, they haven't really had trouble uh, scoring in their home matches. So that's another bonus. Like, if you just look at the recent results at home, there's been at least three goals in the last five, three, three against Leeds, two, two against Manchester United. Like there's goals in their home matches. So uh, from a, from a, you know, reasonable perspective, uh, this bet makes sense. I guess you could say. Yeah. I'm just hopeful to make it five straight here. We'll see what happens. Five straight. All right. Before, I don't know if you have anything else, but I wanted to bring up here. We've, we kind of stopped our bit of doing uh, Mohamed Salah anytime goal goal odds because you know they, they've kind of gotten out of hand here so yeah 
I do want to say Salah's minus 200, but uh, so Jota is actually next, and he may not play. He has a swollen ankle yeah. after the recent match. But So we also have here plus 125 for Sadio Mane. Why is it such a big difference here? Like I know Mane doesn't have isn't in the same form. He doesn't take PKs and all this, but like if Salah's at minus two hundred, but Mane's at plus one twenty five, does that seem does that seem like a place to benefit here? Uh, I mean, not really. No, Mane has. <laughs> I, I'm not with you on that. Minus one twenty five is not enough for me to take plus one twenty five. Oh, plus one. Sorry, plus one twenty five. Regardless. Um, Plus 125, not enough for me to take Sadio Mane. He, in his, I mean, he was obviously missed a lot of time for AFCON, but prior, even prior to that, in his last 12 matches in the Champions League and the Premier League, he has one goal. Like the guy is not on the back of the net, uh, at, you know, frequently, really at all. So I, I, for me, that's not, if it was like plus 200, sure, I would absolutely consider that. But I, I just don't think I would be more intrigued by like, I don't know. I had, Maybe like Luis Diaz here, who can might get a start. He's plus one thirty, so not much. You'd rather Mane, take but... Diaz at the same odds than Mane. I don't know. Mane is not. I've been, you know, for better or for worse. I watched too much of Liverpool, and I and he has not looked that good in my opinion. And and Diaz is coming in, played like you know we played probably what seventy five this on Tuesday in a in a, and he looked pretty good. Or did he come? He came off the, the yeah, yeah, he came, came off the off bench. The bench. And he looked really good. And then, you know, he started the other weekend, looked pretty good there too. So I'd rather – Diaz has just looked way better in, in a very small sample size, whereas we've seen Sadio Mane for 12 matches just find the back of that once. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, that all but, makes sense. That all makes sense. Uh, Mane – I still want to say Mane is getting almost one shot on goal every match. And, you know, he's been subbed off early each of the last two, you know, after returning from AFCON. But I wonder – you know, how much Jota's injury may may see his, his time increase. But I also want to say, I just think the odds seem kind of weird with, with Salah at minus 200. Like, we yeah. had a situation uh, midweek here, and, you know, this one, this one kind of stings in terms of, of DFS purposes here, but I said on our midweek podcast that uh, Bernardo Sobel was unplayable in DFS. and Like, <laughs> he had one shot on goal in 10 matches – and out of nowhere, this guy almost has a hat trick um, just because of the matchup, really. And, like, you have Liverpool in this plus matchup against Norwich, and yeah, Norwich are playing better. But it just seems like like if you're in the front three for Liverpool, who are, who are expected to score multiple goals, like, I feel like whoever starts should be, like, minus, at least minus 120 or, or even more than that uh, just because of the yeah. matchup. Like, like, it, like so, at some point – form matters but at some point maybe it's not that big of a deal in terms of the odds uh just because like we have that bernardo silva situation like he this guy wasn't even getting shots and all of a sudden he he almost scores a hat trick because you know manchester city dominate sporting lisbon and you know yeah it's not a one-to-one comparison but like they're playing norwich so there, there will be goals so i think you know plus 125 even even if you're gonna bash his form i think that's something to to look at at least. Yeah, that's fair. But we got anything else here for for gaming twenty six? Nothing, nothing for me uh, to note other than what we already talked about. All right, so be it. That uh, there we go. 
Adam, enjoy the fish this weekend. It's uh, yes. this one's fish and wagers. So um, seafood and wagers. We're gonna do yeah. some some salted cod, salted cod and wagers. We're gonna do it all. <laughs> But we got, I'll read over the best bets here. I took no on both teams to score between the Wolves and Leicester. It's minus 110. Chris took over two and a half goals between Aston Villa and Watford. That is about minus 105. Chris is going for five straight on his best bet. We're really pumping this up. So he's probably going to get it, I'd say. Um, but you can follow us. I'm at Roto Zadroik on Twitter. He is at chr. Owen eight on Twitter. You can find Rotowire at Rotowire Soccer on Twitter. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. If you're listening on podcast, do the same. We're gonna be back talking game week 27 next week. Uh, for you know midweek contact next next week, we're gonna be posting some bets as well on the Twitter account. I'll probably be posting some bets. If I get any requests, I'll be posting some uh, Europa League and Europa Conference League bets. Um, so, so get ready for that. But Chris, thanks for joining me in the middle of your workday. Shouts to Ballard FC and shouts to IX. Good luck to everyone in their bets. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Adam. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.